What's up? What's up, friends? Welcome to this week's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I am your host, Danny D. I'm a voice and leadership specialist, and I help you own the F out of who you are and leverage those things that make you feel too much in the world around you into your industry asset. And today, I have a very special guest. Biz Coach Sasha is with us today talking about all things social media, marketing, human first approach to really discovering the truth behind your brand, the truth behind who you want to reach, and how you can create really incredible content with a very simple formula of being a human being and talking to the people who need your stuff. And I'm going to let her take the wheel on this one because the teachings that she shares, I actually found her on TikTok. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I found her on TikTok and the teaching that she shared, I was constantly like saving them being like, oh, this is good. This is so good. And I actually purchased one of her content planners and I love it so far. It was so fun. Actually, she has a 50% off coupon for you in the bio. I actually purchased it myself. I absolutely love it. It helped me like lay out my brand, like who I'm talking to, everything like that. Just made my content really crystal clear because I know myself enough to like really like know who I am and what I stand for and all that stuff. And I know my shit in the fact of being an expert in what I teach. But one thing that I find really difficult is kind of organizing all my thoughts into one space. I have a million thoughts. I'm doing a million things. I'm, I feel like I'm just a creative firework of a person. And this has really helped me narrow down my focus into the people who actually need my work and not all the noise that's going on in my brain. So if you're someone who is like, oh, I need that. I need a refresh. I need a reminder of who I'm speaking to. I need a reminder of what I stand for and how to create a really beautiful viral brand really that speaks to the people who need my stuff. Biz coach Sasha is incredible. And her presence on TikTok is something that is very profound. So I go into it in the podcast and she talks about her incredible expertise. So without further ado, we have biz coach Sasha and all the links that you will need will be in the show notes. And here we go. know who you are, what you do. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. First of all, I am Sasha. I am a human first marketing obsessed business coach. Um, and I really specialize in helping change maker women, um, transform their small business into a life-changing brand with marketing made human. Um, I'm all about being yourself, showing up for your customer online, bringing the energy you want to attract, and all doing so in a, co- a content strategy that is all about bringing in your target customer, not going out to find them. So I'm not the, hey, boss babe in the DM at all. I'm the put out the content that you want to attract the right type of person. And I do so mostly through TikTok and email marketing is my specialty, but obviously I'm on Instagram, Pinterest, all the other things too. Yeah, that's amazing. And TikTok is where I found you, um, which is really exciting. You're like all over my for you page. So I love that. And I would actually love to start by just asking you because human first is, um, I feel like, uh, not necessarily new ideology in life, but like a new kind of buzzy word. So I would love to know what human first means for you specifically in your brand and like in your content and what 
you have at the forefront of your mind when you're creating content to ensure that it holds space for people's humanity. Yeah, I, I would love to. So my company is actually called Servant Marketing Company. And I founded it based off the principles of servant leadership. I don't know if you've ever heard of servant leadership. Tell me but all about it. Servant leadership is basically where to lead, you must serve. So like, it's not about being the leader in the room. It's about serving the people that you're leading, you know, leading alongside them. Um, and I felt like a little bit, well, I know we'll go back into my story a little bit more, but when I was um, working for a digital marketing company, I saw so many like of the new generation of marketers coming in and all they were focused on was like the latest algorithm shifts and like, how are we going to deal with this new feature on Instagram? And, and like, they were just so obsessed with like quick fix growth tactics that they were learning from people online that they like had no idea if I sat them down and was like, who is our customer? What do they care about? How are we going to meet them where they are? How do we help them solve a problem? They were just like, oh, here's how you use this feature. And so I saw this huge gap in like marketing and leadership education of like, it's really just about like marketing in general or just attracting your ideal customer is just about being a human and, and attracting another human based on telling to who they are. And I just felt like it was so overlooked these days because it's so much easier for someone to just get online and teach these kids about, you know, the latest, like, it's just easier for people to do. Um, so I'm all about connecting with uh, the human first in your marketing. So I want someone to look at my content, your content and say, wow, I want to work with her because she's my type of person. Like she's going to get me. She isn't about just BS trying to make money. Like she's here to change the world and make it a better place. So that's kind of like, I guess my approach to it. And I don't have any fancy terms or anything about it, but it's just about connecting with other people. I literally love that. Like, I don't know if you know, I was like nodding my head like wild because <laughs> yeah, one of the things that I talk about a lot is like, I call it like iconic leadership, which is like intention, communication, consent, like capacity, like all these things, nuance yeah. and yeah, ownership, like all these different things that, uh, yeah, there was a huge gap in what I saw in the industry and in leadership in general, because I've like led in many rooms and also been on like a lot of stuff outside of the online space where you're watching leaders who are running boards and stuff like that. And you're like, like, I think that there's a lot of like dictatorship and not leadership. And so I love, love, love what you're saying. And especially even in the online space, there's like that idea. And I don't, I'm going to say this is like personally, because I don't know if you feel the same way. So I'm not going to like project that onto you. Um, But for me, I notice a lot of people, it's like, look at me in order to sign clients in order to um, have attract people into space. It's like a look at me. This is what I have. This is what I do. This is what I, um, like kind of like here you can watch me on this screen. And if you want to like play in my energy type of like this weird, like, yeah, this like weird, like influencer thing. That's not like human. It's like materialistic. And it's very like based on metrics and it's very based on how much money do you have in your account? How much do you like, it's just like a very weird marketing where that is it. It's just like numbers. What do you have? What do you like all that stuff? And not based on like, who are you when you are leading and what is the actual values that you stand by and who is the human behind what you're giving to the world. And so there's like that disconnect. So a lot of people like invest in these 
people who they do not have the same values with and then they feel burned by because they just saw a nice number on a screen. And so one of the things that I was going to bring to you and feel free to touch on all that. And my follow-up question to that is for you, you talked about meeting people where they're at. And I would also love to hear your perspective on what I said and then what you feel in your content, your strategies and stuff like that, like meets people where they're at and what that means. Yeah. And it looks a lot. Yeah. So I think just, <laughs> just that last part, I think a big thing like your story is powerful. Where you are at now is powerful. Where you're going is even more powerful and who you can take with you to where you're going and how you can help get them to where they want to be. Like, that's what you need. That's what you need to market. Um, Like there's like that fine line between like showing off what you have versus using that social proof of like, yes, I know, like I know the steps to take to get here. Um, And I think it's all in your intention and your delivery, right? Like it's all in how you show up online and how you get that across. Like you can quickly weed out the people who start a video with, here's how you make $10,000 in 30 days. That's a very different approach than like saying, here's how I helped someone do this the steps and here's how I can help you take that journey as well. I just, I hate when people promise people a certain amount of money because I would never do that because I have no idea how that person's going to show up until they start showing up. You know what I mean? Um, Mm. So I think that it, I think relating to people where they are is just about telling your story in an authentic way and doing so strategically to bring in the type of people that, you want to attract. So, um, telling them like you telling them it's going to take this, this, and this to get there. Like, I love when someone has on their website, like this is not for you if, or this is for you if, um, because if you are not very like intentional about the type of people, the dream clients or dream customers that you're bringing in, like you're going to be miserable. If you're just focused on the dollar sign, like you, you're going to attract what you're, you're putting out. So those quick, fast, you know, quick, make money fast type content, like you're going to attract a type of person who wants to just show up, not do the work and just make money versus someone who's going to show up in their own power and knows they have a lot of work to do, but want, needs your help guiding them through it. So I think it's just all about your, your delivery and your intention. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. And I love that you said that this is not for you if blah, 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 because I think that that's something, especially people who, um, have had people pleasing tendencies. Like I'm definitely a recovering people pleaser. It's definitely a huge part of my story. And yeah. And like when I got started, it was like, okay, well, I need to do like all the things, like how, how can I speak so that they sign? How do I do this so that they do that? Right. And like, Um, when I think about it now, knowing what I know now, I'm like, whoa, that's like another sign of like, that's like a people pleasing thing. It was like, how can I manipulate them to get for me? Okay. Let me (laughs) try to say like three thoughts at once, but like, how do I manipulate them into doing what I want them to do so that I can get this? Like, it's a very manipulation style. And a lot of people will see it as, well, this person told me to do this so that I could get this result and not like, 
really taking in those layers. Like you said, like you don't know how someone's going to show up until they start showing up. And like within that, there's like a lot of different layers and different variables and how someone shows up and why they show up the way that they do and like all those different things. So when it comes to your content, how you're talking about, like, like I would say like, come with me kind of content, like let's do this together and like really speaking to, this is not for you. And I'm okay with saying this isn't for you and being okay with people being like, not your person. And how do you approach that when it comes to your content? Or could you give an example for people who might be spinning their wheels being like, literally, okay, cool. So I'm doing all the things I'm reading all, all the marketing books. I'm like looking at everyone's TikTok content. That's like, do this to get this. How do I now, because I, maybe they haven't signed clients or maybe they're not getting the results that they want. How do they shift into a human first? Like, okay, cool. Start fresh. How can I speak to them with like, come with me content instead of like, look at me content? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I kind of like to think of, and I'm sure people listening have heard this before, but I really think that it's a good lens to look at your content through is you need to be creating three types of content and that's educational content, inspirational content, and entertaining or relatable content. Um, And just to kind of go through each one of those, actually I'll preface it with once you start doing all three on a regular basis and you're really showing up in your power, like you will start to uh, attract the certain type of person that you want, like to the point where I don't necessarily even have to advertise for people to work with me anymore because I found when I try to sell myself, it's less it does less than when I just show up and teach or inspire or entertain people just start coming to me to say, how do I work with you? Or like, what? <laughs> it's so funny when people are just like, what do you offer? Cause I want it. Like they don't even know yet. Yeah. Right. Um, that is the power of having the type of content that just brings those people in. So education is something that's like really going to prove your credibility in your space Um, It needs to be tied around your service or product or how you help people. Um, So for example, if you are a fitness instructor, you need to be giving fitness and nutrition tips. Something that when someone just comes across your video, they're like, wow, I learned something today. I'm leaving a better version of myself because I have something she gave me. Um, and so I'm going to hit that follow button and I want more of this. Like, that's where you start to really prove that, you know, what you're talking about and anyone who says don't give away free content. Cause then they're not going to want to pay for your services. That is complete BS. Um, n- nobody, the whole point of giving away free educational content is to show, you know, what you're talking about and then how powerful it is when you get to help someone personally, one-on-one implement the things. So never be scared to give away your, your, you know, secret sauce. I don't believe in that whatsoever. Um, But that's the first part. So if you're just showing up and you're literally, people are like, wow, this is someone who I go to for information on a topic. That's like number one. Um, And then two, entertaining or relatable content. So this is anything that shows, hey, I'm just like you, or I'm someone that you want to be like or someone you want in your inner circle you know they always say the the top five people you hang around is who you start to become like you want someone to be like I want her in my group because she, I, she gets me I want to 
vibe with her, that kind of stuff. So that might be content that's like funny meme type content of like showing that you relate to their struggles of life or work or whatever your industry is. Um, it might also just be like funny type of content that shows your personality. Like people don't want to work with a robot, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that relatable content shows that aspect. And then the last one is inspirational. And this is probably a little bit more of what you were talking about is that's where you start to inspire people. Like if someone's watching your content and they get that little like, um, warm feeling in their heart or their your stomach when they watch something from you golden like that is how you connect with people and and that's going to set you apart I think the inspirational content is probably like one of the most important um I mean they're all important but the inspirational content when you can make someone feel something like that's when the magic happens um, so that might be, that might look like, I'm trying to give some specific examples that might be talking through your transformational story, how you went from X to Y. Um, it might be, um, talking through a personal vulnerable moment and letting them see that and how you came out on top. It might be, you know, talking through a customer's transformation that you helped them do, um, those types of content. And I, I really think if you have all three of those and you do them, consistently and well on a regular basis like you're you're basically just saying hey I'm I'm a part of your family Mm -hmm. sorry I know that's a lot no I love it I'm just like nodding and like I and I love how you're sharing like the inspirational content it's like it shows your humanity and oh oh my gosh I can say like so this is all so good because I love it and like geek out about it forever um which is why you're here (laughs) it's so exciting (laughs) like yes um I love what you talked about when it comes to like, I'm going to say a couple of things. So like, first you talked about giving away like this, the secret sauce and stuff like that. And I think it's really important. Like you talked about social proof. Um, like one of the TikToks that I have saved of yours is like social proof and like the importance of social proof. And, um, it's like, yeah, it really is important. And it reminded me of something. Um, I had a trauma informed therapist on the podcast a couple weeks ago. So people who are regular listeners will know what I mean by this, but it just to inform you. I had Katie Kurtz on the podcast and she said, trust is not assumed because you're in a space of authority. Trust is cultivated over time and with examples of it. I think that's what the social proof, like you're sharing is like, I know what I'm doing. I have knowledge. I can provide this for you. And that's like that trust is cultivated, which I think is such a powerful human first concept that you were sharing. And I think you do that very, very well. Like you're like, that was the first thing that kind of struck a chord in me when I started following you was I was like, you have that down in a way that is not like, um, kind of like you should like, listen to me. It's like a, Hey, like, here's like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I, I got it. Like, it, and if you don't believe me, that's fine. Cause you'll figure it out sooner or later, later than I know. Yeah. And I love, love, love that. Um, and I can't remember what, what the other thing that I was going to say was, but yeah, I think that you just do that so well. And I know that you did link us, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you linked us to, you have a content planner and stuff like that, right? Yep. That you linked. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So those will be in the show notes. And for anyone who is like, yeah, but how do I do that? Like we have a resource for you <laughs> that yeah. Sasha has been so kind to provide. Um, and it's amazing. And so that's linked down in the comments and you gave us two things. You gave us a, a little freebie thing, right? 
Yep. There's a free content strategy guide. That's going to really just kind of help you build your content strategy from the ground up. And then there's my content strategy and calendar tool, um, which I'm giving it, I have, it's like 50, some 51% off for you guys. Um, And it basically is like the system. It's like a live Google sheets doc that helps you lay out what are your, and we can go into this in a second, but what are your like Mm -hmm. content wheel? What are the ideas? It's a great spot for you to like IDA all the ideas you want to get out there. And then it helps you plan your monthly content based on your business goals and based on your content strategy. So it kind of combines, it's not just a, a content calendar. It really has a bunch of strategy prompts on it to help you craft that strategy and keep it all in one spot. Mm. And I love that. I saw, I think I saw one of your TikToks and you're like going through it. And it was really cool because in there, I think you have like pillars and stuff like that and like your values and stuff. So are you open to sharing a little bit more of like, okay, so imagine someone's listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, I, this is a whole new world to me. Or maybe they haven't heard like this style of marketing and stuff like that. Because I do think it's fairly like new in the terms of the online world to be like, hey, guess what? You're human. Like there's a human behind social media. There's like, you have layers, like there's, (laughs) you're just not like a flashy thing. So for someone who maybe has been marketing that way, isn't seeing results is like, okay, cool. I want to start with the human first approach, but my, like, where do I even begin? Like, what do I do with my content? Like what? Okay, cool. So I'm going to download the sheet, but like, how do I figure out now how to post that educational content for me? How do I, that information, like, how do I do that for me or whatever that maybe might aid them in? So say they download the, um, they, they grab the 50% off content wheel for them and they're like, okay, cool. So what, what do I do now? Like, yeah. Yeah. So there will be a tutorial video in that, that goes through, here's exactly how to use this. But I think just in general, you know, when you're, you're looking to start with your content strategy and how do you show up to, you know, bring in this, this customer that you want to see, um, you really need to start by defining who your customer is. And like, I know there's so much debate on like niching down or not niching down, but you at least need to understand like, what are their, like, who are they? There's kind of three, three, um, categories. Who are they? How are they? And why are they? So who are they is like demographics. Are they a woman? Are they a man? Do you talk to both? That kind of stuff. Um, how are they, or like, what are their behaviors? Like, what are they doing on the weekend? Um, what hobbies do they have? What are their shopping behaviors? And this is important to note more for your marketing strategy in general too, of like, are they on Pinterest every weekend? Then you maybe should be on Pinterest. Um, but it's also like, oh, are they the type of mom who's shopping at Target? Because then you, that might give you a good idea of like, oh, I'm going to take them on a Target haul with me and show all the personal development stuff I got from target this weekend, you know, like something like that. It's just, it shows again, it's relating to them on a a level deeper of like, Oh, she goes to target too. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and then why are they is more like, what are their goals? What are their problems? What are their fears and what are their, you know, greatest desires? And those, the, why are they, that's when you start to really connect. So like just an example for myself, like female entrepreneurs, why are they? One of their biggest goals is around independence. A lot of women that I work with have been through something in their life, um, usually involves some sort of man that made them want to go and never depend on anyone else and have financial security. 
And so I speak to that in my, like knowing that I then speak to that in my content. I speak to my own, you know, how I relate to that. I speak to how you can do so. So it's just kind of when you start really sitting down and breaking down those things about your customer, it's going to help you see how you can help them and show up for them in those specific areas. And it's less about, you know, oh, I have this 20 page research document done about who my target customer is. Sometimes it's really like if you're just getting started, it's just about using your intuition about who you want to attract, Mm -hmm. going out, finding them in real life, having conversations with these type of people in real life, asking them these questions. Like it's not so serious as some people make it sound, right? It's sometimes it's just like you can learn this stuff as you go, but have a good starting point. So that's the Oh, sorry. I was going to add just to clarify for some people who um, are listening like that. Why are they, would you define that as like, is that like, okay. So there's the reason why I'm kind of like pulling this out is because there's like very much like the, your, what's your why, right? Like what is your why? And just, right. So for someone who's like, Oh, is that that, or is that like, why are they following me? Like, what would you, what is the, the, the distinguishing factor between your why and their why, if that makes yeah. sense? Yeah. So I think like your why is how you're going to help them accomplish their why, but like, what is their why in particular? And like, obviously everyone you work with might have a slightly different why, like some, a woman you're working with might be, you know, she wants to help other women who've been through domestic violence or something. And Mm -hmm. then another woman is something completely different. So like, it's really, once you get to know someone, then it becomes, how do I really help them with their why? But I think in general, it's like, what are their goals? So like something that I've already accomplished might be a goal for my target client, right? Because obviously I'm helping them get where I've gotten in my past. Um, So I think it's just kind of understanding and making sure you're taking a step back because sometimes we can get so close to our own why that we forget where our customer is and what it was like when we were in in that place, you know? Um, you, like if it was 10 years ago that you were living paycheck to paycheck and now you're, you know, doing a lot better than that. And like, that's still something you need to be able to relate to of like, I was there. I remember like, what emotions was I feeling like really getting down to that of understanding why they are feeling the way they are. So, yeah, that's so good. Are you open for follow-up questions on that one? Because I think that's such a good, oh yeah. Like getting, like, I love how you said getting so close that you like forget kind of where um, your ideal clients are. And I think I see that a lot. And I've had a lot of conversations actually recently with my, um, a lot of my like online entrepreneur friends about this too, where it's like, almost you're like, oh yeah. Like I kind of, you kind of forget or you're, you're trying so hard to shoot for your next goal that like that's all consuming in your head and you forget to like do your due diligence of actually speaking about your story or about where right. you were because you're so focused on like where you're going and like the, like the next big shiny goal. But it's like, you have people who are following you who are following you because they're like, oh, okay, I love that. Like, and I, and maybe they heard glimpses of your story, but it's like, you stop talking about your story because you're so focused on where you're going. You stopped like, remembering like what the actual journey you're taking your clients through. And so with that, um, what would you say? Cause I think based on the couple of conversations that I've had recently, um, which is funny, cause I'm going to definitely send this to one of my friends after this. Cause I think this is great. 
<laughs> so we're just talking about this, but, um, what would you say to someone who's like, yeah, but I don't want to speak to people's quote unquote pain points, exploit their trauma, or I don't want to talk to someone who, like you said, I think this is actually the best example. You said living paycheck to paycheck. Like you remember what that felt like. Okay. Well, if someone is like, well, I don't want to work with someone who's living paycheck to paycheck because what if they can't afford my services? Like, you know what I mean? That rhetoric, what would you say? How would you approach that? Feel free to take it away. I think that that, again, it's just like a fine line to walk. I mean, if you aren't wanting to work with that type of person, you want to work with someone who's a little bit more established, that right there is what you need to define as your target customer. Because if you're like, I know speaking this way, is going to attract someone that I don't necessarily want to work with, then, then you don't necessarily want to share that information about yourself. Maybe like, maybe you start, you talk more about, when you like, let's just say, for example, you want someone who already has an established business versus someone who start who doesn't have mm. one at all and start one, right? So then I would speak to relatable emotions and things I was going through when I was really stressed out because my business was, I was still working 80 hours for a week for it. And I wasn't making enough money to have the time freedom to do the things I wanted to do. So like, that's a very different uh, phase of life and someone who doesn't have a job at all or have a business at all. And they're just like, I have nowhere idea where to start. Like those are two very different emotions. Mm-hmm. So again, getting really clear about who your customer, your tar- your dream client is and where they are in their life. Um, and you start with now, if that makes sense. Yeah. I love that. Is there anything that you do within, um, I guess your content and stuff like that, you talked about having people coming to you and, um, a while ago, uh, I was talking to one of the podcast or one of the podcasts talking about people like popping like popcorn. Well, they'll just wake up one day and they'll be like, okay, this is my decision. Like I've been following you for forever or whatever, but like now is the day that I want to start. And is there anything in your content that's like more human first approach when it comes to like, I guess like urgent, like natural urgency, quote unquote urgency, or like popping like popcorn, popcorn versus like that mani- manipulative urgency because you're in a space of like needing to convert people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, like basically the next step too, like after you kind of define who your customer is, is like, how can you help them? Like really defining your brand identity and how you're going to help them. And I think that this kind of aligns with that and like, basically you're, you're just showing up as like this constant, like solution for them. Like you're basically Mm. every time I pop up or so you pop up on your clients, target clients for you page, they're like, I need to reach out to her. Right. Like they, like usually that's kind of like the feeling they have because you just keep showing up with solutions to the problems that they have. Um, and then usually there's something, and I think it's different for everyone. Like I've had people reach out to me because they saw a super informative, here's exactly how you break down your content strategy. And they wanted that. I've also had people who were like, oh, I saw your video about your story. And I totally relate to things you went through with your dad. And I was like, okay, she's going to get me. So I think it really, like, there's no one piece of content. I think in my opinion, that's like, here's exactly how you're going to get people to like, stop what they're doing and come work with you. Um, But I mean, urgency of like having, you know, only three spots left for the next month. Like that's true urgency. Like if you are having true urgency, then that is 
okay, in my opinion. Like if I can only take three clients and I want to let people know that so that if they've been thinking about it, they got to do it by this date. Like I have no shame in that because I'm providing a service that's going to help them. And I'm doing them a service by telling them I don't like, otherwise people will message me and I'm like, Oh, sorry, I don't have any spots. And they're like, Oh, I didn't know you only had limited spots. You know what I mean? So I think it's all about just showing up constantly as their solution, like consistently, like, like you said, when you, uh, you were talking about your past podcast guest, trust is not built overnight. Like, when did you ever just start trusting someone in one night, right? Or one video or one meeting, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think like, I have so many people who are like most, probably 80% of the people when they finally come to work with me, they go, I've been following you for months. I've been following you for a year. And I finally decided to, to reach out. Like it's because when people are making an investment over something that is so personal to them, Um, like bettering themselves or starting a business or whatever it is, like that's not something they take lightly and they need to trust you. So I think it's just, I feel like I'm not answering your question now, but. (laughs) No, you um, are. This is so good. Just keep going. You're doing it. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I'm just rocking it. I think it's just showing up consistently and understanding who you are and how you are going to help that person. So some other things that are in that content strategy planner Um, that you were kind of alluding to are like, what are your core values? Um, What is your mission? And what is your, what I like to call a unique selling proposition? So that is your unique selling proposition is why should I work? It's the answer to the question of why should I work with you over anybody else? Um, It's what you bring to the table that not everyone else is bringing to the table. So like, for example, when I first got on here and I said, I'm a human first marketing obsessed business coach that helps you like that's my unique selling proposition people like to work with me because I have that human first approach it's different than than other people it doesn't mean nobody else has it I, I don't that's not what a unique selling proposition is but um it basically is something that sets sets you apart and I think what's so important about those things is And what I think attracts people to my own content is like, it's not just about having it written somewhere in a doc or on a, in a notebook. And then you're like, cool. I wrote my mission statement. I have it. It's on my website. It's in my about me. It's, I got it. You know, I did the, I did the branding work. No, it's about that needs to be apparent through everything that that you do. Every time you show up, your, your mission and your core values are like your true north guiding light so like if you like like it needs to be like apparent of like let's say for example your core value is um like that you're against hustle hustle culture or something um having content that says stop doing this about hustle culture or like saying like having that come through constantly in your content or like if you're about female empowerment are you highlighting other women or are you just talking about your own empowerment? Like the stuff like that, like it's kind of hard to like sit down and like really just say, here's exactly how you do it, but it needs to come out. Like that energy needs to be woven throughout everything that you do. Um, and that's when the magic happens. Cause there are so many people that are like, Oh yeah, yeah. I have, I help women because of this. I, I didn't know that. Like I didn't, and they're like, Oh, well it's on my website. It's on my, it's on my thing. If you go to my website, I'm mm-hmm. like, do you know how many people are actually going to get to your website? Like your content yeah. is your storefront. 
yeah. content in your storefront. And it needs to be, it could be as simple as saying it in your intros of like, I'm Sasha and I'm all about this, or it could be in your captions or, you know, it needs to be a theme that's woven throughout everything that you do. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I was like so giddy and smiling because like everything that you're saying is like, yes, like I love it. And the way that you articulate it is just so unique to you too. And that once again, is like your unique selling point because someone could, could uh, like someone else could literally say the same thing that you did in a very different way because they have different values, different lived experience, like all those different things. And that's also like why humanity is so beautiful and at the, at the front of everything. And I think it's just so cool. And I love that you came on the show too and like shared from your perspective and your knowledge base. Cause I think it's just so important to have tons of different voices because someone's going to hear this and be like, Oh my gosh, like that's the person that I've been waiting. Or like, that's the way that that was articulated was the way that hit home for me. Um, and I have a final question for you because I know you have to skedaddle. So I do respect your time um, and capacity <laughs> for all for me, like berating you with questions. So when it comes to your content, stuff like that, do you feel that like with this stuff, what I love, number one, is, is that you included the content, um, your links, because I feel like for people that's going to give them so much clarity to focus on their work and their brilliance versus what everyone else is doing, which brings me to my other question, which was going to be the final question, um, is for you, what is that for you? Like you, you, like your content too, something that I've noticed is you have this like light, like it's like a lightning bolt through the TikTok land because you're so clear. Like it's, it's very apparent, like you're so clear. And I don't know if you, if you do get like that, where you're like scrolling and you're like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Or how are they approaching things? How are they approaching? Like you have such a lightning bolt through your content. You can sense the clarity in what you do and like knowing yourself and knowing your shit. Um, yep. Like I mentioned. So for you, is there a practice that you kind of put your blinders on? Um, do you find that you do fall into that trap sometimes? Like, what is that for you and your own marketing Yeah. So I think, I think we can all fall into like the comparison trap at times, like nobody's perfect. Um, But I think like the biggest thing for me is I love how you say, what was the two part? It was know your shit. And then what was the other one? Know your shit, know yourself. Know your shit, know yourself. That is literally like perfect of how I would describe it is like, I'm able to show up confidently and speak with clarity on the topics I'm talking about because I've been doing it for eight years Mm. inside and out. Like I know my shit and I want, I'm not scared to tell anybody that like I'm confident in that because I've worked hard to get where I am. I've, you know, I've done the research, I've done the studying, I've done tons of, you know, I've done the work. Um, and so when I show up, I don't pretend to know everything. Um, I, if someone asks me a question, I'll literally be like, I have no idea. That's I'm that's way above my head or that's, here's someone who does that better than me. I am not afraid to do that, to say that whatsoever. When it comes to like the stuff that I talk about, I know what I'm talking about. So I'm able to show up with confidence. So like, if you don't know your shit first, that is so important, but like, here's a difference too. Cause I feel like there was one point in my content journey where something changed and something started to click. And I noticed because I started to get more and more comments and messages of like, you're killing it lately. Oh my God. Like you're so showing up in your true power. And I just was like, okay. So that the moment that happened was when I really started to know myself worth 
So like there's a difference and I love, that's why I love your two step approach here because yeah, I could know my shit and I would show up and I would say it and people were liking the information. But as soon as I started to know myself and I got rid of people in my life that were bringing me down and I started to do the, the self-love work, that's when I was able to show up like in my true power online. Um, and so I think that what you do is, or what you teach is exactly what I would say to anyone listening right now. It's like, first know your shit, get your plan together, get your topic, like do the content topic wheel, figure out what you're going to talk about on a regular basis, but then do the work on knowing yourself and how you're going to bring that into your content, because that's what's, that's, what's going to help you out and attract the right people. Oh man. I love that so much. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, that knowing yourself thing is just so huge. Cause that's like one of the things that I oftentimes talk about. That's like part of the iconic leadership kind of foundation that I teach is like knowing your capacity, knowing your values, like knowing the nuances that make you who you are, knowing yourself enough to be like, I'm stuck on TikTok scrolling and I feel like shit. I wonder why, like, you know what I mean? Like knowing yeah. me, like I need to put locks on, I have locks on my apps because I'm learning a lot. Thank you, TikTok, for teaching me that I definitely, like 90% sure that I have ADHD. We're working on it, but thank you, TikTok. Um, But even that, it's like, I know I have to put like locks on my apps being like, that remind me, like, you've been on here for 15 minutes. What have you, like, what have you done? Oh, I'm just like, like scrolling away, like knowing those things about yourself so that you can help support yourself even deeper in that like self-love journey because it's like, yeah, do you like your, it doesn't matter if they like you. It matters if you like you something that I always say. And like, because it doesn't matter if they like you it matters if you like you. And then also like, are you doing the work to actually support you and what you need, like in the needs and the desires and the, and the things that you need, like a little care note, like you, when you get a new plant and they're like, this person, like, you're this like person definitely needs to be watered like X amount of times a day, like take it out of the sunlight, like don't let it stay on TikTok past like 2am. Like, come on. Like, like, it's like that little, like, this is how you succeed. And having that for yourself, I think is huge. And it's just like such a beautiful reminder for people that like, that is also really important. And like knowing your stuff. And I love that you have those content things so people can actually lay out what makes them freaking amazing. And instead of like looking to someone else, like, like looking at someone else and be like, Oh, how are they doing it? And how can I replicate that? You're giving them like a little map of them and their expertise. So every time that they feel doubt or they feel like they don't know their shit, they can like print it out and be like, ha ha. I guess I actually do. Like, yes, yeah. I do. And I don't need to follow this for, I don't need to like keep scrolling through that person's content because I have this map of me and like what makes me unique, what makes me brilliant, all that stuff that I can leverage. Yes. And I would just one more thing to add, like, I think coming up with your, your secret sauce or formula that like get a little bit like innovative and clever of like, okay, the steps, what are the steps that I'm going to take someone through? Like, how can I frame that in a way that no one else is? So like just the way that you're like, have the iconic, like Mm -hmm. that's your kind of formula. It gives people something that they can help them understand and apply to them. So like if you have your own secret or, you know, special formula of how you do things like that's going to help you stand out. Another quick tactical tip on getting inspiration without like becoming a replicating robot is Mm -hmm. 
I do not, and I shared this on TikTok the other day, actually, and people loved it. If you're looking to be a change maker or a disruptor in your industry, do not look to your industry for your inspiration. Look to, but like, it's okay to look to other people for inspiration because like, like the best idea is one that you like some sparked by someone else, but you make it better or you add your own spin to it because that's how like there's no original ideas let's be honest like they've all kind of come and we've gotten ideas from different ways so what I like to do is I look to leaders in other industries or I look to things um, that other people are doing and I'm like my brain immediately goes to work of like what is the human truth that is tied to why this is doing well What, what is it about this no matter what industry it is and how can I use that human truth over in my industry? So for example, I'll take TikTok, for example. I don't, I don't look through like anyone in my industry's TikToks because I don't, I don't want to even just start to blend in with them at all. But I do on my iPad have a for you page that is completely different than my business one. And it's just straight up like whatever most people like the random just like for you page of just funny and Um, inspirational stuff. I look through that at night and that's where I come up with a lot of my content ideas of like, okay, how can I replicate this thing that's going viral, but hasn't like, it's funny, but it has nothing to do with business. Like I'll, I'll look to that or um, I'll take things from other leaders. There's a guy, do you know who crude oil is on TikTok by any chance? No, but I don't know why I know that name. No, but no, but okay. So he went viral just for being a cute guy that was doing like this wobble baby, wobble baby dance type thing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, and like, I just loved his energy. I was attracted to it. So I started following him, whatever. And I started to get on his live streams, like just because it was just fun. It was a good hangout. And I noticed right away the type of community he was building by um, going over to Twitch. So he uses Twitch live streaming. Yeah. And it's a very like interactive way to build a community. And I'm, and so he's like bringing people from TikTok over to Twitch and I'm, and I, and I did it. So I was like, let me see what's going over on Twitch. It is so cool. The community that he's building. And so right away, my mind said, do I need to be like the first business person on Twitch, like building a live community yeah. over there? Yeah. And like, haven't done anything with it yet but like those that's a very tactical example of like what is someone else doing that's just working well and like how can I adapt that to my industry I think that's a better way to go get inspiration than to just be like oh shared this tip in my health industry so let me do that same exact tip because it went viral like that's not what you want to do yeah oh my god I freaking love that I definitely um I made a Twitch because like my partner um, is a streamer. We're trying to make him streamer famous. Um, That's like my goal. Yeah. So uh, I got a Twitch. Originally it was called Shorty Little Danny um, because I'm really short. And then now it's called Dannylicious. Um, If anyone wants to try to find me, but I haven't done anything with it, but it's because I'm like going to just like do makeup and like whatever. Because people are always like, do makeup tutorials. And I did the same thing. I was like, well, why am I not on this? Like I can do makeup tutorials and still talk about the things that I teach on. And like, everyone's Ooh. like obsessed with my makeup all the time. And I'm like, I don't do tutorials, but you can follow me here. And then I'll do like whatever live streams. So it's really cool. I just love what you said about like finding things and like adapting it. And like it, Twitch is a very unique community. And like, that's the first thing that I thought of too. I'm like, that's like, it's such an authentic, it's like the TikTok 
of like that kind of, of like live streaming. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so it's chill and I love it. Um, but I do know that you have to go. So before you leave, I will put all your links in the show notes. So everyone can follow you and all the things definitely follow you on TikTok. What is your TikTok again? It's like, um, some Sasha, this, this something is coach Sasha. So B-I-Z coach S-A-S-A-J. Perfect. So if people are like listening to this while they're walking or whatever, you can creep her and it's, yeah, it's a really amazing way. Like, I think you walk your talk so brilliantly, which is one of the reasons why I asked you to be on the show because I don't bring people on that I don't deeply believe in. And like, your stuff is so awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I mean, I immediately, I listened to the the humanity episode that you did probably a couple weeks back now. Um, and I right away was like, yep, this is this is my person. That's so another example of like this attraction you know, once you're putting out the right type of content, you're showing up more, like in your authenticity, you're going to attract the right people. And we, you and I are an exact example yeah. of that. So, yeah. So yeah. Thanks 100%. for having me so much. Hey friends, I hope you freaking loved that episode. And if you did, let me know what you loved about it by leaving me a review below or tagging me on all the social medias. It would mean the world to me. And as always, you're freaking fabulous. Stop being so secretive about it. I hope you hit that subscribe button and I hope we catch you next time.